opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone to Visibilities on October 27th, 2023. I want to welcome everyone that's with us this evening. I want to thank Larry Gassman for streaming us on Media One and also Cindy LeBon for hosting with me this evening. And I would very much appreciate to remind you that it would be very appreciated if you are not currently uh, speaking to either stay muted or make very certain that there is no background noise coming in from your connection. Thank you so much. Before we go any further, I want to express our condolences and our best wishes and our empathy with all of our friends in Maine and in really most of New England because there's been this has just been such a horrific week up there and hopefully well I won't get into the real hopefully but hopefully this will come too and end very soon. And I know that I heard this evening that they have lifted the uh, shelter in place for uh, most of the areas that uh, have been so seriously devastated by this awful, awful situation up there this year, uh, this week. And know that our thoughts, prayers, and best wishes are with each and every one of you in Maine and to everyone who has relatives and friends that may have been uh, involved in the shooting that took place. It's a really awful thing to think about it. Now, let's continue on with our program of this evening, which I am delighted to have with us, includes uh, Kim Charlson, and most all of you are familiar with Kim. She's past president of ACB. She's the co-chair of the uh, audio description project at ACB. Uh, she and Carl Richardson, who is also with us this evening. Um, I want to welcome the two of them, and they will be giving us some of the most recent updates on the gala that is taking place on November 14th, uh, virtually here on ACB Media. And thank you for both of you joining me this evening, and why don't we start with Kim. Kim has been probably one of the most involved people in audio description um, since its 
early days on WGBH in Boston and and such. And it's a pleasure to have you with me this evening, Kim. And I know that we we'll probably got you on jet lag at this point. So I'm just going to be quiet and get back uh -oh. and you can tell us everything you want to know, everything we want to know about the about the gala. Well, thank you, Terry. It's a pleasure to be here, and you've got lots of listeners. I'm very impressed with the attendance, and um, it's my pleasure to be involved with the audio description project. It's it's a passion of mine, both on media for television, which is what the Audio Description Awards Gala is all about, movies, films, television, streaming services. But I'm also very, very dedicated to audio description for live theater in the Boston area and have really worked to grow that. We have a lot of wonderful professional theater companies in the area. We started out with one in the early 1990s. Now there's 10 that do audio description. And in today's mail, I received my braille copy of our audio description live theater guide for the Boston area. And it has over 45 different performances that are taking place between now and middle of August, 2024. So I'm really, really proud of the work that we've been able to do here. But hand in hand with my colleague, Carl Richardson, who is co-chair of the Audio Description Project. I want to give him a moment to kind of introduce himself, and then I'll tell you about my jet lag, and we'll talk about the awards gala. <laughs> <laughs> so what's my excuse? I don't have jet lag. It's just Friday night. Um, <laughs> You've got weak uh, leg. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Carl Richardson, as Kim said, I am the co-chair of the media, I mean, of the uh, audio description project. And I came at audio description a bit differently than Kim in that in my early days and my youth, I wanted to actually work in the world of film and television. Um, and I did for a little while, but then I lost my sight and stopped working in that industry and eventually stopped watching film and television, because I could not enjoy it as much as I did when I recited. And it was audio description that gave me my love of film and television back. And as a result, I um, did some networking and for about three years worked at WGBH's Media Assets Group in their marketing department, where I got the market audio description to television stations. All over the country. And I have also gotten more involved as a result in my role of the audio description project in theater and museums and Section 508, which is government, and the baby, which is the benefits of audio description and education, which is an essay contest we do for K through 12, and um, where we try to grow future consumers of audio description and getting them to critique audio description. It's actually one of my favorite committees because watching the kids learn and get excited about audio description is a lot of fun. And we just, uh, Kim and I have a blast. We have about, oh, I don't know, 20, 25 members on the committee with us. We have a lot of dedicated people as well as a new audio description project coordinator, Dr. Tapitha Kinlan, who's been great. She's helping 
keep Kim and I focused on our priorities and our goals and also taking on many initiatives of our own, which is great. Um, we have Dr. Joel Snyder, who's the senior consultant and founder. We have Fred Back, our webmaster. Timothy Wynn, who does the television listen for our website. So we have a lot of people who are dedicated to making this happen. But tonight, we're really here to talk about the audio description gala. And I will turn it back over to Kim to start um, talking about that. And I'll jump in as needed. Right. Thanks, Carl. So yes, the first thing I want everybody to remember is that the Audio Description Awards Gala is Tuesday, November 14th and um, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So that I want you to put on your calendars um, so that you'll remember um, the, the Awards Gala. And then there's several options for accessing the Awards Gala. So it's it's a pre-recorded film um, about 85 to 90 minutes long. Um, and it we'll talk about a little bit about the content of it. But um, so it's roughly an hour and a half for the sake of conversation. And um, it's going to be available to listen to on ACB Media One. I'm I've been told that that is going to be the channel. Um, which I'm excited about because I like to be number one. So I want the media, the gala to be on media one. So oh, that's good. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone too. I'm wondering who gave in, Paul or Brian? <laughs> Probably both. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so um, it's also going to be available on the Audio Description Awards Gala website, which is AD Awards gala.org and there'll be a youtube live link that will allow you to um, view now at 7 30 so that's um, one way you can get it and carl it's also going to be available on peacock correct for correct. those so who have be... a paid subscription to peacock no you don't need a paid description oh i thought i had heard that a couple weeks ago so uh well in the pet the one of the reasons why we went with well, I don't think you need a paid description. You didn't the last time it was on Peacock. I know, but I, I believe that they said, unfortunately, it had to be on the paid. You have to have a paid subscription on Peacock. So okay. we're making sure that you can watch it on the website for free. You can listen to it on ACB Media One um, or on Peacock, and it'll be available on Peacock for subscribers, I think, through the end of the calendar year. So. And and on also on the ACB YouTube channel, as Kim mentioned. Yes, that's right. It'll be available on the ACB um, YouTube channel or the link on the AD Awards Gala dot um, org webpage will get you to it as well. And hopefully you can, you can watch it that night um, because it's going to be great um, when we're really excited. So those are the details about where do you find the gala yeah. um, and the the gala, the purpose of the gala, this will be the third year that we've had the um, audio description awards gala. And the purpose is really to recognize and compliment and award and sort of highlight some of the industry um, leaders who are doing really good things in the area of audio description, really getting engaged with it 
and making it more and more available for um, for consumers who use audio description all around the world. You know, because one of the categories that's being recognized is international audio description. I would also argue, Kim, that the, well, I think the purpose of the gallery is twofold. First and foremost is to recognize those who are doing quality audio description in the field of media. But I would also argue to create more public awareness among those of us just outside the blindness community who are well aware of what audio description is, but within industry. And I know for a fact they're all paying attention and they're looking at this award. So I think it is creating a more overall general public awareness of audio description. Yeah, I think so too, Carl. And I think the, the other benefit of the awards gala, particularly to the American Council of the Blind, is that it's a fundraiser and it does help us to raise funds to support the audio description project. We have sponsors um, that we'll be promoting all throughout the gala for their support of audio description, as well as honoring um, specific industry leaders for their contributions. Yeah. And we we currently have, we have already raised over $100,000, uh, which is, I believe, a record for us. And if anybody wants to, we're also accepting individual sponsors. I just went online yesterday and did it. So if and we're it doesn't matter if you give a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever amount you want to give, every dollar counts. And you can go to the same website, which is adawardsgala.org, to donate if anybody is interested in donating and supporting the audio description project and its advocacy for both more audio description and quality audio description. Yeah, that's fantastic. I have to remember to do that too. We're hoping to surpass last year's numbers and we had um i think over um eight thousand dollars in individual contributions last year which was really really good and they did range as carl said from small five dollar contributions up to like a thousand dollar contributions from individuals all across the country who believe in audio description and support it and it means so much to them in their lives with their families and friends and we got some new we got Sony, uh, Sony Corporation, which is part of Columbia Pictures and, and a number of movie studios. They had donated $25,000, which is exciting. And and um, we have some other corporate donors, too, that you'll all recognize when you watch the, the video, as well as some anonymous donors who wish to remain anonymous. But it's exciting. And this will go to Dublin, Kim and I, exorbitant salary, the co-chair. <laughs> Um, That's right. <laughs> no, seriously, it'll go to help pay for somebody advocacy initiative, help pay for the salary of the ADP coordinator, help pay for, um, you know, uh, advocacy initiatives as we um, have collaborations with the studios and the producers, and 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 it it'll it does help quite a bit, and it helps to offset some of the costs that we have. So we'll be presenting several awards, I think nine or 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And we call these awards the berries. And if anybody tuned in for our first gala, you might remember that the first honor and award we gave was to Dr. Barry Cronin, who was the the impetus and the, the motivation behind audio description. And he worked in the television industry 
within public television. And he brought um, the concept of audio description to industry. And as he tells his story, which is pretty powerful, he said, people laughed at me at first. They said, why do blind people need that? That is so ridiculous. But he didn't give up. And, you know, we had our the launch of audio description on public television in 1990. And think about where we are today. Um, and, and even in this, the last 10 years with the passage or 12 years, the passage of the um, 21st Century Communication and Video Accessibility Act, or CVAA, and what we have available on television. And then in the 2016, the explosion of content on streaming services that started to provide audio description. So it's, it's growing, and Carl and I work every day to make sure that audio description continues to grow and expand. And we're seeing that, you know, every month there's new providers of audio description, right, Carl, that are out there we yep. may never have heard of that are doing Maybe. work in audio description. There are two new streaming services that just launched within the last month, Magellan and Curiosity. I still haven't gone to look at them because I don't even know what they are, you but, they're, um, but they're, they're there with audio description and I'm looking forward to checking them out. Um, and I hear that others are thinking of following through. So absolutely. Uh, and now we have, according to the ADP website, where we try to track all the titles that are out there in media, on television, film, and streaming, we have over 10,000 unique titles. That's on television, streaming services, TV, um, DVD, all those different formats, over 10,000 titles. Yeah, available and yeah. the um the master title index on our webpage is a great resource for people to go to at adp.acb.org um to look up a favorite movie or you were just curious you wondered if such and such a movie is available with audio description that's the place to go to find out so kim i know we can't and i've already seen a rough draft of the gala so do we want to with that, I know we can't say who the award winners are, but do we want to give some of the general category? Uh, yeah, I think I think we should, and then I can tell a little bit about the people audio favorite, description right. people's choice awards because we yeah. can talk a little bit about that process too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you already mentioned that we do want an international. Uh, so because America or the United States is not the only country in the world doing audio description well, it's all over the world. And so we will recognize another media company that is doing it in another country. We will recognize a company that is doing it in Spanish here in this country. Uh, Kim, you, you we also I are going to, and we, the berries are all of the awards, but then we have specific categories we call game changers. And we ha will have a recognition of um, game changer innovation game changer education, um, game changer entertainment. Yep. Um, and, th and then we also have um, a I don't Lifetime. Know if it's distinguished career service, but we will be recognizing someone who has dedicated their career to the promotion of audio descriptions. So I, we're excited about that award too. And I know we can't announce the awardee, 
but can we announce who some of the presenters are or at least the co-hosts? Well, yes. Yeah, we can talk about the co-hosts, which yeah. is great. So we have um, we have two new co-hosts this year. Um, we have um, Marilee Talkington, who is an actress um, for television, and she is also a Broadway actress. She just finished a stint on Broadway in Camelot, and she is a low vision actress. Um, if those of you may remember her, she was at the 2018 ACB convention in St. Louis, and she did an acting workshop for blind people, and she did a lot of coaching and gave a great presentation to the membership about her wish to see more diversity and more inclusion of blind actors in industry, in the entertainment industry. And I think we really have. Um, a case in point example of that is a film that's going to be released next week on Netflix called, it's a mini series called All the Light We Cannot See. Um, there's been a few um, pre-release screenings in several cities around the country so far. There was just one in Boston last this past week. Yeah. And um, it, they, they showed the first hour episode. And that film um, features a Rhode Island native blind actress named um, named Aria Maya Loberti. And she is um, she's from Rhode Island. I actually have known her for since she was a little tiny kid. And now she's in her 20s going for a Ph.D. in um what is it? Le rhetoric, literary rhetoric. <laughs> I can't even say it, let alone get a PhD in it. Literary rhetoric. rhetoric. She's, a, she's a, um, a a Rhodes Scholar, I think, or I mean, just got an. She's got an amazing, amazing uh, resume, and she. This is her first film as a blind actress, and she um, plays one of the lead roles in the film. If you're familiar with the story. It's and, and place in <laughs> we we to do I will say one of the presenters is associated with that show, all the light we can see. So that's my one teaser. Not yes, necessarily exactly. not necessarily talent, but somebody who would involved in the creation of the of the show and very much involved in making sure that the movie had blind actresses and and yeah. took their point of view into it so that that's exciting and i and i think that we we should tell you that you know some of the aspects of the gala were a bit challenging for us this year because as you all know there um there is and has been a um a strike in the um, writers guild of america went on strike for you know better rates better pay better protections for their creative properties, you know, concerns about artificial intelligence and where that is for their jobs and a lot of different things. So they were on strike. And then the um, SAG-AFSTRA, the union for actors and a lot of the industry, the entertainment industry went on strike as well. So um, actors and some of the celebrities that we've had in past years were not able to be a part of our gala because of the rules of the union and being on strike. 
So we had to come up with some creative ways to, to um, you know, make the gala as exciting as it's been the past two years. And I think we did that in a lot of interesting, creative ways. The, the um, who, and, and, and to continue along the theme of diversity, we also have a co-host along with Marilee. Uh, I'm blanking out on her name, Kim. Do uh -oh. you remember that? I was hoping you'd remember. Let's see. Um, Catalina. Does that sound right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, but she, she, they, um, <laughs> a woman of color and also blind and by pure coincidence, and I'm not giving anything else. The day we shot this at 30 Rockefeller Center, and that's the other exciting thing, we shot the co-host intro to 30 Rockefeller Center in New York, where NBC and The Tonight Show started 50 years ago before it moved out to California. They both found out they were from the home, same hometown and went to the same high school. Just so, a few years apart from each other, but they didn't yeah, know each other. Yeah, and so, two visually impaired women. Who, yeah, who and, and she's um, a yeah. Spanish speaker, a native yeah. Spanish speaker, and has a YouTube presence. And for the life of me, I don't know why I can't remember her name. Well, and the, the other interesting, now that you mentioned Spanish, what else is going to be unique about this, this show this year, Kim? It is being... Um, Produce, well, produced and made accessible in Spanish with um, dubbing as um, Spanish narration and audio description in Spanish. And of course, the English language gala is, is with audio description. And we have a new describer this year. His name is Ren um, Leach. And because we had two female hosts, we decided to have a male audio description voice because we thought that would be a nice compliment. So, and he um, is part of the blind community as well. And he is a blind um, voice talent in in the audio description field. Exactly. And will the Spanish version be available on a on, on a, the same stream on a different stream it, that night? Yes, I don't know what number the Spanish on ACB Media goes on, but it will be located where Spanish content usually appears. So that will be an ACB Media stream. Um, eight seems to stick in my head, but I wouldn't promise that's that. Number that's coming into my head too. I think it is. <laughs> and um, and there will also be on the audio description awards gala.org website there'll be a link to listen to the the audio description right. awards and that is, in and that, for spanish so you click on the english or the spanish to hear the program and that is being done by the decapta foundation which is a nonprofit organization down in florida which creates a lot of audio description for the spanish-speaking community and one of the members of our planning committee maria victoria diaz um has generously agreed to do that work pro bono for us. And um, we're very excited about making this available to the Spanish-speaking community for the first time as well. And the, both versions of the GALA Award presentation will be captioned. Um, the Spanish version by DeCapta and the English version by Vitec. Um, and the audio description is being written um, for Ren to... Um, to narrate, um, being the voice of the audio description, the, the writing is being done by Dr. Joel Snyder of um, the ACB Audio Description Project. So, 
Um, let me talk a little bit about the Audio Description People's Choice Awards, because that's an important part of the award ceremony to show what um, users of audio description feel are their favorites out there. So we um, this is the second year we've had the Audio Description People's Choice Awards. And this year we added um, an additional element where we sought nominations from users of audio description as to their favorite program with audio description or what they felt was the best audio description they've heard and they wanted that program or movie to be recognized. So after the open nominations process where we were seeking nominations, the, the votes were tallied and the 10 finalists were identified. In two different and, categories. Five and there's two categories, right? There's a, a series category where we have five finalists and there is a films category where we have five finalists. And there'll be previews of all of these nominees throughout the awards gala. And then one of the ending um, reveals will be the winner of the 2023 People's Audio Description People's Choice Award. So I'll just tell you um, the five series first. And then um, so the series that are being recognized are Stranger Things, which is a Netflix series with the audio description provided by Deluxe USA. And we always make a big point to recognize the companies that are creating the audio description, because I think that helps industry kind of put two and two together to come up with four, which is a great match for, for us. So they know the producers get to know them. Um, the second series is Better Call Saul, which is also a Netflix series. Originally aired on AMC, but yeah. That's right. And now it's on Netflix, but you're right. It was originally on AMC and the audio description is provided by Descriptive Video Works. Um, then we have Wednesday, which is also a Netflix series mm -hmm. um, with audio description provided by IDC Digital, which is International Digital Corporation. And they do a lot of good audio description. Um, the fourth series is Alma's Way, which is a PBS Kids and Fred Rogers Productions um, program. It's a series for kids um, with the English audio description done by Bridge Multimedia and the Spanish audio description and captioning done by um, Decapta again. And the final series is Star Trek Picard. Um, that's a Paramount Plus series with audio description done by WGBH Media Access Group. Um, and I think then um, the films, there's five films that were also um, finalists. And those are um, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, excuse me, it's the sequel. Top Gun Maverick, which is a Paramount Pictures film and it's um, the audio description is done by Econ, E-I-K-O-N, which is a new company on the audio description scene. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once, 
Um, A24 is the studio that produced the film, and the description is done by Deluxe US. Um, Little Mermaid live action, which is a Walt Disney Studios production, and the description is Deluxe US. And the final one is past a bunch of Disney email addresses. Okay, right, here we go. There's two more, I think. Flame and Hot. Um, that's a Hulu production and Disney Plus. And the audio description is done by um, Descriptive Video Works. And they're a Vancouver-based, Vancouver, Canada-based company. And the final film is Emergency which is an Amazon Studios production. And the description was done by WGBH Media Access Group. So those are the finalists and the winner will be announced toward the end of the um, awards gala presentation. I'm going to take a breath and let Carl talk for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that uh, is quite a lineup. Um, no. We're, we're excited because um, we learned and iterated the process of the People's Choice Award. And this year, it was 100% done from um, outreach to the community. So they came up with the titles to begin with. We narrowed it down to 10 on the 10 most popular titles being chosen. And then we put the 10 out there well, in two categories each, and they voted on that. And that's how the winner would derive 100% from the consumer. So the planning committee had no input this year on who the winner is. So this came directly from the community. So that's why this is exciting. That is definitely exciting. It's It truly is a people's choice. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's, Audio that's, description, people's choice. That's well, last year was a little bit of a combination this year. It, with input and feedback from the community, we wanted to make it 100%. And I, it's so hard for me not to tip the scale because I definitely had favorite, but but <laughs> I, I did not weigh in once this year. So, uh, um, you know, but not that I would have done anything like pick Picard, Star Trek Picard, but anyway, <laughs> uh, um, um, you know, they were all good titles. The, the only one I never heard of and I still haven't heard of is I gotta go and watch it. It's flaming, flaming hot. I think you said it was called. I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, flaming hot. Yeah, it's a it's a great film. It's it's about a janitor that works for like a Dorito company, but it's not Dorito, you know. Um, and he made his own recipe for like you know hot Doritos kind of thing. And it's this whole corporate story. He rises from being a janitor to like head of marketing or vice president or something. It's really a pretty fun movie. So oh, cool. <laughs> um and the okay the other thing i was just gonna say and i think i forgot so you better talking more some more okay, well, it's my jet lag coming in and i never told okay. everybody why i had jet lag which is so um, i just returned yesterday from last night actually from um a week in uh, magala spain which at the World Blind Union um, Executive Board meeting where I serve as a member of the board in my role as president of the North American Caribbean region of the World Blind Union. So we had a lot of meetings and it was busy and there's a six hour time difference. So I've been sort of checking my watch all day long going, what time is it? Where am I? <laughs> so. Oh, great. So yeah. 
do we have, I don't know, do we want to try to open it up to questions? Uh, do yeah. we dare be I know I have a couple that have come in ahead of time. Oh, good. Um, and so let me, one thing I want to do is, uh, I'm going to ask a favor. Kim, I'll be in touch with you. We have been doing a, we started a new series here on visibilities uh, of our um, people who work in the entertainment field. And one way in any number of different ways. And one of the people that I've wanted to have wanted to invite to do it is Mary Lee Talkington. Mm -hmm. Talkington. And uh, I, I need to get some contact information from her. So uh -huh. I'll be getting All in right. touch with well, you I'm on sure that one. I'm sure we can do that. And if her schedule allows, I'm sure she would be willing to do something. But yeah, it's it's gone over very, very well, mm -hmm. some of the people that we've had. Um, one of the questions that, one of the two questions that I have here in particular is, why do we have or why don't we combine the audio description awards that we do in the at the convention in the summer with mm -hmm. the AD gala well that's a good question and i'll tackle that because we've had this conversation as well within um the adp steering committee and the board and the gala um the the ADP awards have been around for I think eleven or twelve years. Well, so so those and we have recognition in several different categories and and our intent is really, you know, to to honor and recognize people doing really innovative work in the area of audio description. So, um, for example, last year we we honored um, a describer who really voices, writes, and kind of runs a program for live theater performances in uh, the Pittsburgh area. So, um, and, and we also recognize the categories such as, you know, we have media, we have um, public sector, which is a new category we're recognizing because of the work in government at, with Section 508, where websites are supposed to have audio description, we have a subcommittee of the ADP that does strictly work with promoting audio description for government um, websites and videos that, that government agencies produce, and they have to make them accessible and they have to think about it. So we've been doing a lot of training, um, and they now have a category for an award for a government entity. It could be local government, state, or federal government that's done um, an audio description project of some kind to um, enhance their messaging with making it more accessible. So um, we have um, performing arts, parks, and museums. They, they get recognition. Um, we have an international award for the ADP. We have a career achievement award for ADP. And we have a research and development growth kind of award for the audio description project. So those awards are different from the awards gala. The, the awards gala really is to recognize industry and to use it as a way to promote audio description within the film and entertainment industry itself to make them see that there's awards for doing audio description. If we do audio description, we can get an award as a company. And we want them to, to see who's doing really great work out there, 
in audio description and who we're recognizing for doing that great work. And it seems to be really stimulating a lot more of the studios to think about and figure out how they're going to make their productions have audio description. It's not, as we always say, Carl, right, that it's really not that expensive to add accessibility to a movie or a series. Oh, God, it's a fraction of a fraction for them. I mean, considering, you know, Barbie cost probably $200 to make, yet it would only cost what? Twenty five hundred million dollars. That's it. We'll just correct that <laughs> yeah. a little bit. What did I say? What did I say? You said two hundred dollars. That's definitely uh, a low budget. No, film. no. But probably cost around two hundred million. Although it made its money back, but it probably Absolutely. cost around two hundred million to make, and yet it would cost twenty five hundred. So that's like point oh oh one percent of. So, but the real reason is that. Terry, while we would, and I think someday we will probably incorporate other, perhaps next would be theater, but someday down the road, right now we feel the way to get most of the visibility and the public awareness is by honoring the the bigger companies that do it. So one is to increase more public awareness, and two, uh, they're also the one that can afford to be some sponsors. So it's a bit of that, but also I do see us in the future expanding down the road. Um, maybe. I don't want to say we definitely yeah. will, but maybe. Well, well, and, you know, there there really is a lot of value to recognizing some of the, the smaller players in the field that are doing excellent work. But, you know, if we put them all in the, the pot and we had nominees for an award and maybe one was Sony and one was the local audio describer from a theater. It's, it's a little hard for the littler guy to, to come up as the award winner when you've got lots of big companies. So part of it for me anyway, is making sure that we can recognize both and giving opportunities for, for the day-to-day workers in the accessibility space to have a chance to promote and be recognized for what they're doing all the time. And I think that's really important. Um, the other thing that we do in the gala, so not to, not to think yeah. that we don't spotlight the audio description projects awards. There is a segment in the gala itself that features the 2023, um, several of the 2023 award winners with um, a, a few snips from their acceptance remarks and you know the part of the presentation why they were recognized by ACB in July in Schaumburg so we do both and I think that's really important for industry to see that we also do awards where we recognize people that work in live theater and within work in museums so they understand that there's a lot of different applications for audio description and that's kind of I think where, where we were going with this question is that um, particularly with live theater, um, yeah. that that's that live theater is not really included in the AD gala, uh, but some of those uh, audio description audio description describing companies mm-hmm. could um, be motivated to do more of live description right. throughout the country. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, that was, I think that was the idea of this question. All right. I'd want to give everyone a chance. So if anyone does have a, <clears throat> excuse me, a question or a comment for. While we're identifying those, well, absolutely. We want people to raise their hand or whatever you Yes. That's what I was just going um, to. But I, before I forget, since I'm a little spacey on jet lag, <laughs> so that's my excuse today. Um, that I I wanted to um, to kind of recognize a couple other things that are going to be happening around the gala that I think your listeners will really like. So um, there's going to be on ACB Media. There's going to be a watch party. So part of your I think you're going to get both possibilities and possibly Larry can fill in. But my understanding is you'll be able to hear the gala in its, you know, in its live audio sound. Um, but you also will have an option to hear it with friends from ACB media. So there'll be, I think there's going to be a different channel. If you didn't want to have a little bit of chit chat going on, it's going to have the ability to kind of feel like you're with other people, not just you in your living room listening, but you're going to have the opportunity for a little bit of live um, interaction without, you know, wholesale jabbering between, uh, over the gala. So you don't hear things, but like oohs and ahs and yay, that's my favorite film. I'm so glad they won and a little bit of that kind of feedback going on, but not so much that it's going to make it hard to hear the gala program itself. So that's kind of a fun thing that can happen on ACB media um, within the community. So there'll be more about how to connect with that through the regular channels of, um, of ACB community and AC, what media channel, and it'll be in clubhouse. Those, those things. I think they'll do it through clubhouse. That's how you'll be doing the watch. Yeah, I think it's both, but I'm not 100% sure. So um, so stay tuned. And however you get your community news, you know, pay attention to that closer to the date. And there'll be more details on how to connect to the watch party. Then we're going to have an after party. And the after party is going to be on Zoom, where um, people who watch the gala can come. And then people who were... Um, part of the gala planning committee, actual award winners, some of the presenters will all be in um, kind of the Zoom webinar and we'll take some questions and the, the people involved in the gala will chit chat about how excited they are to win the award or it was a lot of fun. And we did that for the first time last year and it really was a pretty fun time and the producer, Doug Rowland, comes on and he talks about, you know, if he had any stories that, you know, about making the film for 2023 or, you know, when they were at 30 Rock, you know, filming where in all those places where a lot of famous TV shows are, are filmed. And, you know, Tabitha Kenlon will be there and she went up to New York for that trip and was at 30 Rock and was part of the the filming and making script changes behind the scenes as they were filming the different segments. And, and, you know, Carl told you about how um, Marilee and Conchita found out that they went to the same high school in the same town a few years apart. 
So once Tabitha heard that, she goes, we got to rewrite their script a little bit to, to bring that in. That's like amazing. So, um, so she was kind of in the background rewriting some of the script before they filmed it. Um, and it was, it was that kind of an action packed, you know, boom, 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 everything's happening, go kind of day. So she thought it was pretty exciting. All right. You get to take a break for a second because <laughs> Nora, because Nora has her hand raised. Yeah, hello. Um, I have a question. Um, with a, uh, the uh, gallon, I wonder why we don't go on to Zoom to interact and uh, after the gala, like questions and answers, and we just listen on Zoom of the uh, award gala. So I'm not sure I caught all that, and I'm not sure Carl did either. No, I definitely didn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Uh I mean, in August, if if anybody wants to join uh, to listen or just join on Zoom uh, about the uh, award gallery, I didn't see any Zoom link that would be connected to. We we haven't sent it out yet. but It it hasn't been sent out yet, but... Um, Zoom is definitely um, part of the whole process as well. That's for the after party too. Um, oh. but I'm sure we use a Zoom link for the gala itself. So, but that won't yes, come out until right before the gala. So it'll be uh, on the community e- email and dots um, and dashes. And there'll be dots and dashes. There'll be emails from on the ACB email list. So there'll be a lot of sharing. Um, the, in in November with the details for watching the gala and tuning in. So I'm, yeah, sure, on Zoom. I'm sure you'll get it um, several well, the, different ways. The gala, the, the gala itself, I don't think will be on Zoom. The actual gala gala. Yeah. But the oh, after okay. party, the after party will. And and uh, who knows, there might even be an event before the gala on Zoom. But, but, but the gala itself will be streamed over ATV Media, YouTube, um uh peacock um and 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 the uh web page adawardgala.org yeah if it, oh okay because yeah it it's gotta be held somewhere like uh in person somewhere i mean the word gala is it held in different places no, no, no. It, it's not live. It's already pre-recorded. It's a virtual event. Yeah, it's a it's a video production that's oh, aired okay. on November fourteenth at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. So it's not in a it's not in a ballroom in Los Angeles or anything like that. It's a it's a virtual event that we've yeah. been producing for the last several months. Oh, okay, so yeah, it would yeah. Not, so it's it it's, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere because mm-hmm. it's virtual, so everybody can participate versus. A few people buying an expensive ticket and wearing a tuxedo and going off to Los Angeles to participate. This is much more we won't need you won't need to and right. inclusive of lots of people. So that's what's really important is the more people we can introduce and share this this event with, we're happy. Thank and, you. And, and you won't need to walk the red carpet. Right. <laughs> that's right. Janet Wright. It's Thank you. Right. I hate to cut you short, Nora, but we're okay. running low on time. Uh, Janet. Okay. Hello. I had a question. Can you do a one-time payment for the uh, audio descriptive um, 
We're paid for- to support them. Yes, yes. If you use adawardsgala.org and there's a link for make a donation, there's a form you can fill out. It's really pretty accessible and easy to do. And you can make and absolutely make a one-time contribution at that at that location. And it's in you can do it independently. It is accessible. So if you have any trouble, you should call ACB and say, I have trouble, but I don't think you will. All right. You guys okay. have a great night. Thank you, Janet. Well, thank you, Janet. Um, Jamaica, I may have accidentally lowered your hand. I know it was up earlier. If you want to unmute, you're welcome to. Yes. Um, my question, my comment was that I really enjoyed hearing the, the, I think it was like the Oscars done on, mm-hmm. on, on, um, on the, on the, on television. On yeah. television, and yeah. I really, I really enjoyed that. So yeah. that's, so and we're gonna, we're gonna be doing more of that. Uh, yeah. AB, a, well, in fact, there'll be maybe some mention of the Oscar having live audio description yeah, during I the think, gala. I Who think knows? you're right, Carl. There is actually a segment in the gala awards ceremony program about the Oscars, so you'll but, hear a little bit more there. And so I think that commitment will be reinforced, and I know that CBS has already reinforced their commitment to doing the Emmys again, so hopefully we will continue to, and we saw the coronation, no, what did we see, not the yes, coronation. Yes, we did, the coronation of King Charles. Okay. Was, yes. With live audio description. Right. And, and then, you got up at 5 a.m., so you could I, 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 I didn't. You but, didn't, but, Carl, I'm so sad. Yeah, well, I just... <laughs> I didn't even realize that I was in the same room with Kate and Harry a few months ago. Are you kidding? Um, um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was the other couple, Harry and Megan. Oh. You know, but but um, so well, audio description, live audio description. We had quite a bit of it last year. The SAG after event, the Emmys, the, the Oscars, the, the Tonys. Yeah. Um, and the coronation. And hopefully we will be doing more moving forward. Any other last okay. minute questions? We don't have any others. Okay. I'm going to just bring up one that's just kind of AD audio description related that uh, came up here on visibilities a couple of different times in the past month or two. And that is, if um, is there any way for someone to start a petition, request, what have you, to get, an, for instance, let's say an old movie audio described that was not described to begin with. Do you have any recommendations for anyone on that? I would suggest uh, going to the ADP website at adp.acb.org and hit the feedback. Well, there's two places I would go to and hit the feedback on that button and and that email will go to our ADP coordinator, Tabitha Kenlon, and then she can reach out to the appropriate we have contact at most of the major studios and television networks at this point, so we would will let them know. Also, uh, a, a famous narrator who does a lot of AD work, Roy Samuelson, has a website. It, I think it's adna.org, and yes. on that website, there is a wish list of programs and films to be audio described, and you can add your product to that wish list, and Roy has quite an extensive network uh people who look at that website so those i would i would look at those too any other suggestions kim 
No, those are good. I didn't know about his wish list. So that's yeah. a that's a good suggestion. And, and what is that second website? It's um ADNA, Audio Description Narrators Upper of America, America or yeah. Association. ADNA, okay. ADNA.org. With two Bostonians on here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought that was MA for mass. <laughs> I need to be sure. ADNA.org. All right. So those of you who are asking about that. Um, they were particularly the night that I had Tommy Sullivan on. People were saying, why can't we ever get that movie that he did way back in the 70s or whatever mm -hmm. it was, uh, audio described? Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It was so impressive for so many people yeah. at the time. It's hard to get older titles, although I think with the strike, we did see a number of back catalog audio described, but it's hard to convince some of the studios because when they buy the right to show something that's old, they may only pay $2,000 for the right to show something that's old. And you're asking them to spend the equivalent amount on audio description. Now, I believe they should do it, but it's hard to convince them <laughs> it, 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 because they say, well, it's costing me the same thing. You know, so, I mean, something like the Andy Griffith show, it costs them nothing to play that, you know, so they're not going to make any money on that either. You know, yeah. so... Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see Opie. You want to see Aunt B? Describe Aunt B and Opie, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, November we have about 14th. two minutes left. Yeah, November 14th. Two minutes left. And I just want to, uh, any what, last thoughts from both of you? Yeah, thank you. It's um, adawardsgala.org. And please go visit it. There's more information on that website. And, you know, watch your email from ACB dots and dashes, because we will be having a few little sneak peeks coming out through social media and email and the adawardsgala.org website. So um, please join us on November 14th to support ACB and to support audio description. And if anybody has any general information about audio description or questions about audio description in general, I would go to adp.acb.org where you can find out what's on all the various streaming services, what's on television on a particular night, what shows are audio described, what venue in your state, performing arts venue in your state is offering audio description. You can see samples of audio description, learn about how the audio description is produced. It's a valuable resource. So if you have any questions about audio description in general, please go to adp.acb.org. All right. Well, thank you both for being with us. Kim, go to bed. Okay. Um, <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, Terry. Oh, goodness. I couldn't believe that you weren't there as well for the uh, uh, banner. I had the at Braille Perkins Authority of North week. America meeting today at Perkins. So I had to be there and it was the last day of the Banna meeting at Perkins. So, All right. Well, thank you both for joining us this evening. Next Friday night, November 3rd, we will have the uh, voting task force. And with that, I want to wish you all well. And thank you all for being with me this evening on Visibilities. <laughs>